Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of Thriving Wild Golden. By way of introduction, my name is Dr. Anna Nsima Obad, and I am a board-certified internal medicine physician, a professional life coach, functional medicine practitioner, award-winning author. And I also happen to be one of the physicians currently in the forefront working in a hospital during the COVID pandemic. So as you may detect, for those of you who have listened to my early episodes, I'm not really jumping on bubbly and introducing you to Thriving Wild Golden for the woman over 50 who's seeking to thrive into her golden years, even though that is still the mission of this platform. Today I'm feeling somewhat more reflective and I am recording this perhaps for posterity for myself, but also for my audience, with the hope that in a couple of years or even as short as a couple of months, we can look back on this and take a deep sigh of relief. So as I've shared with you, I'm one of those physicians who happen to be at the forefront of the COVID pandemic hidden us globally, that is what a pandemic is, but specifically located in the United States. At the present time, I describe my location as being in a bubble. Because in as much as we have had some cases of COVID-19 being diagnosed, we don't have the onslaught that we're seeing in the rest of the United States. We do know that it is coming. And as I have sat back and read on social media and also some platforms uh, dedicated to medical professionals, I realize, and even walking around the hospital and uh, seeing my colleagues and, and fellow healthcare workers walking around with masks, even if even though they may not necessarily be in direct contact with COVID patients, but based upon the presumption that anybody coming through the door could have been exposed to COVID, and so it's imperative that we protect ourselves, it does raise a certain degree of anxiety. And with that comes fear. I have even read about some healthcare workers, physicians, especially um, husband and wife who are either in the process of finalizing their wills or have finalized their wills recognizing that either one of them or both of them could be taken out by this pandemic, given the fact that being on the forefront, of course, our risk of exposure is higher. And so I'm, I'm feeling a little subdued, and I just want to share my, my thoughts on this podcast. So again, I may be thinking out loud, I may be reflective, I may be rambling, but I hope that by putting a voice to my feelings, that perhaps it may help those of you who are practicing social distancing and in your homes, it will help you to perhaps look at things from a different perspective or even raise hope because that's really my mission. So on a personal level, I know that I have faced my mortality several times in my life, 
several times in my life. Most recently, about eight years ago, when I faced the diagnosis of cervical cancer. And even though I received the call, sitting at my kitchen table, just being told bluntly that your biopsy result came back positive cancer and your gynecologist is referring you to a, a surgeon, even though I sat there absorbing that news and looking at the path report, the, the biopsy report that was sent to me on my upon my request, even though I looked at it, something inside me said, this is not the end. So even though I sit here in this hotel room, um, relatively empty space, obviously, because there's not too much travel and I'm a travel physician. So even though I sit here and I'm absorbing the fear or reading the fear of my colleagues about this pandemic. And for those of you who are in the United States uh, today, being March the 30th, by the way, is Doctor's Day. Um, but that's 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 beside the point right now. But for those of you who are in the United States, the, C, uh, the NIH, the chief of the NIH uh, Infectious Disease Department, uh, d- d- Division, Division of Infectious Disease, Allergen Infectious Diseases, Dr. Anthony Fauci, predicted that over 100,000 Americans would most likely die from this disease, COVID-19. And we have seen a steep rise in the number of cases in the last 24 hours. So even though I, I faced that stark reality, Something deep inside of me says, this this will not take me out. This will not be the end. So I'm just inviting us all to take a deep breath. I'm taking a deep breath too. I'm sitting back and I'm asking myself, given that this is something that I cannot control, neither can you, neither can any of us right now, How about if we just practice surrender? Because that is what I am practicing. How about if we recognize that there are certain things that are within our control? And that is how we choose to react to the current situation. Now, I had planned early on when I was going to post this um, podcast that, you know, I was going to come up with some creative ideas and what to do during social distancing, that I'm going to reserve for another episode. The choice I'm inviting us to choose is not to come from a place of fear. We have, we, we have that choice. We can, we can execute that choice. So even though we may, we may turn on the TV and, and see personal stories of people who have lost their lives to COVID and the fact that the virus is rising, the incidence of the virus is rising globally as well as in the United States or wherever you may be, you have a choice to take a deep breath several times a day and make a choice to not live in fear. And I think it's important to emphasize that right now. Because personally, if I make a choice to walk into the hospital every single day, apprehensive that I could catch this virus, 
not only am I operating from a heightened cortisol response, that is my body being primed for flight, fright, or fight, the cortisol itself impairs my immune system. And so what are the chances that I could get the virus or any other virus or infection? Pretty high. And I recognize that. So here are some of the things I have been implementing over the last week. I'm trying to keep myself well hydrated. I'm actually drinking more alkaline water and well-filtered water. I bought some cobalt blue bottles and I leave that out by the window of my hotel room, in my hotel room, for the sunlight to hit it. Because blue is a light of healing. So this is something, I'm just sharing some of the things I'm doing for myself. I'm making sure that I get some form of movement every single day, some challenging movement, even if it's 10 minutes, 10 minutes of a walk, 20 minutes of a run, 10 minutes of stretching, 10 minutes of, of strength training. Fortunately, even though the gym is closed in the hotel, I am fortunate to be an owner of a Peloton bike, and so I am able to travel with my Peloton digital app, which has been a priceless resource during my years of travel and being on the road and away from my Peloton bike. So I am making sure that I get some form of movement, some form of stretching. I'm also making sure that I get enough sleep, which is why over the next couple of weeks, I can't guarantee when I will be able to jump on and do a podcast because my well-being whilst working is of prime importance And if podcasting or blogging or emailing is going to take away from my sleep schedule, the little sleep that I'm able to get, working a 12-hour schedule, I will prioritize sleep. I'm encouraging you to do the same, to prioritize sleep. To ensure that before you go to bed, you're not listening to the news about the, the pandemic and the predictions and whether we're flattening the curve. You can find that out during the day. I was reflecting and thinking about, wow, when we get through this, when we get through this, what are some of the things I'm going to do that I I hadn't taken time to do before? I'll take more time for family. I'm grateful that last month in February, I had gone to visit my family in London I'm British-born, and most of my family, in fact, the rest of my family lives in London and Nigeria. And my mother was visiting London from Nigeria. And I'd made a decision that I was going to go visit. I was going to take the time off that I had, and I was going to go visit London. And I'm glad I did that, because I want to be able to do more of that. And I'm praying that my family's going to be there, that we're going to have many more years together of creating memories. I'm not going to take hugs for granted any longer. 
I've always this, described myself as somebody who, you know, is not a huggy person, but I kid you not. When this pandemic is over, I'm going to enjoy giving and receiving hugs. Because at the end of the day, it's not how much you've acquired, it's the connections that you've acquired. And so as we go through this pandemic, as we go through the experiences, we're all creating, we're all going to have to create new normals. And I hope you'll create yours too. We're all going to be impacted by the pandemic directly or indirectly, financially, Relationship-wise, we're going to know of people who have lost their lives. And I pray that despite the loss, that we become closer. Become closer as a global community. This is hard. Facing my mortality every day and being the caregiver and the healer that I always have felt was destined upon my life. But it's still a pleasure looking into the eyes of any alien soul and giving them hope. And if in living that mission, it cost me my life or the lives of any other healthcare providers, I, and I'm sure they, would want you to know that it was a life well lived. I pray for brighter days in the near future where we can get back to the tonality of what this platform was designed for, which was to be able to thrive while golden, to be able to throw back our heads and laugh from the depths of our belly as we age gracefully into our golden years. In the meantime, I'm sure, like I, a lot of you out there listening to this podcast may be wondering whether we'll reach there, whether we'll reach that promised land <laughs> of living into our 80s or our 90s. And I say to you again, it's all in the choice. It's possible. And I believe that collectively as a community, that by joining hands together and doing what we need to do, which is right now, social distancing, staying at home as best as possible, and being responsible 
about making sure that we share the resources that we have available. For instance, not hoarding common goods, just knowing that coming from a spirit of abundance, really, let's really focus on coming from a spirit of abundance and and not lack. So if you go to the store and you need toilet paper, don't go scrounging on six, you know, piling up 36 rolls if you live alone, whereas you could get, get along with just six rolls for now and then think about the family behind you. If you go to the store and you see hand sanitizer and you're supposed to be home, then why not save the hand sanitizer for those essential workers who have to be out there serving you and may not have easy access to water because when you're at home, you don't need a whole bunch of hand sanitizers. You need to be washing your hands. And by spreading the resources and sharing the resources, we'll all get through this together. Most importantly, I invite us all, despite watching the media over and over again, and despite hearing the increasing numbers of this pandemic, I invite us to raise ourselves from fear and raise our vibrations to love. Now, I posted on my Facebook page, and I will attach a link to my Facebook page in the um, in the um, podcast notes, an exercise entitled Moving from Head to Heart. It's about a 17-minute exercise, but I encourage you to practice this a couple of times a week, if not once a day. And it's designed after a principle called heart math, which helps to raise your HRV, which is heart rate variability. Your heart rate variability is the beat-to-beat variance with each heartbeat. The higher your heart rate variability the less your stress response and the more you are in the parasympathetic parasympathetic system, which helps to tap down stress and induce relaxation. So again, I'm going to post that on my Facebook page for those of you who might be interested in learning some strategies to modulate your stress and improve your heart rate variability. I'm sure a lot of us, as we go through the day and we're faced with the uncertainty, our heart rate variability is running pretty low and stress increases your tendency to chronic illness. So these are some of the things that you have control over and you have a choice to make. I pray you are all staying safe. Send warm thoughts around the globe not just for yourselves, not just for those you know, but for the entire globe. Say a prayer. 
send warm thoughts, and we will all collectively get through this together. This is Dr. Enno signing off. Thank you for listening to my podcast series, Thriving While Golden. Inasmuch as I'm a licensed healthcare professional, the information contained in this podcast series is for educational and informational purposes only. Please, before making any changes to your healthcare regimen, be sure to consult with your healthcare provider who knows your personal history. Again, thank you for listening to Thriving While Golden. This is Dr. Anno.